Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed. At Mace Denver. At Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to RMFP.com. In the meantime, if you're thinking about dinner, think about Smoking Dave's Barbecue and Brew. I was talking to a friend of mine, and he had never been there before, he and his wife. So I decided to order him dinner tonight at the location in Centennial. I got him a full slab of ribs. Mm-hmm. The corned beef Reuben, yeah. you know, that's yes, ridiculously very good. good. Very good. Sides, mac and cheese, rice and beans, okay. coleslaw, mm-hmm. and we did one more thing. I think we did two things of mac and cheese. I think, I and I got him the bread pudding. Okay. And I'm like, I want to take I want to take care of you for dinner tonight, and I think they're going to absolutely love it. You're going to love going to Smoking Dave's Barbecue and Brew. They have two great locations. One is is in North Denver. The other one is in Centennial off of Arapaho Road. That's where I go. Thinking about dinner tonight, think about Smoking Dave's Barbecue and Brew. Time now for the lead. The lead is presented by Smoking Dave's Barbecue and Brew, Colorado's best barbecue since 2007. Go get some tonight in Denver, Centennial, Longmont, Lions, and Estes Park. Okay, Mace, if the Broncos do indeed have to go into the draft for a quarterback, how much do you think the lack of great quarterbacks in this draft could help them or hurt them? Meaning the Lions, the Giants, the Panthers, and the Falcons all pick ahead of the Broncos. Let's say they fall in love with the guy. They're going to have to trade up. Is it really worth it? If you, well, if you, I've always said if you believe in the quarterback, you make the move. But this, I think the value on these quarterbacks is better if you pick them toward the middle or back half of the first round. Right. Like I would say, for example, Sam Howell, North Carolina. Um, if you picked him anywhere from 15 to 19, I think that's probably fair value. And I'd say the same for Malik Willis, all things considered, and Kenny, and Kenny Pickett as well. But I don't think they're top 10 quarterbacks. But how, the other thing that happens is, let's say one of those teams takes a quarterback or move, wants to move up to get a quarterback. You know what they're giving up to do that? First-round pick next year. Right. In a potentially more target-rich environment for quarterbacks. Right. Right. I mean, you know I love my analogies. Here's another one. You haven't eaten for six years. Mm-hmm. You're the Denver Broncos. You haven't eaten for six years. You haven't gone to the playoffs. And you're starving. Yeah. And you see a piece of bread, and you're like, okay, good, I can have this piece of bread. And then you pick it up, and it's nice and hard. It's stale. Mm-hmm. You're going to eat it anyway because you're starving. Yeah. And honestly, when you look at this quarterback class, there certainly isn't a franchise guy. Every guy has significant flaws. And forget about eating the stale piece of bread. About 100 yards away, you know there's a full loaf of bread, mm-hmm. but you're going to have to wait a little while to have it. Yeah. I mean, that full loaf of bread might feed you for a lot longer. But you're going to have to wait longer. Yeah, you're going to have to wait. A little, right. Wait another year. 
so and wait another year in an environment where you're getting a new owner and you and who knows what that owner might want to do i cannot imagine a new owner is going to can george Payton. i would hope not i don't think so i would hope not you, you know what know. i'll tell you right now after the first season that george Payton had first and season daniel eight. snyder can Car- charlie casterly right after a great draft well, I'll tell you right crazy now. Crazy owners do crazy things. Right. If for some reason, George Payton, unless he completely butchers this draft and Nathaniel Hackett's a bad hire and everything, if George Payton gets canned by the new owner after the first year, mm-hmm. we've gotten Daniel Snyder 2.0, and we are stuck with him. Yeah. And that's the thing of this whole process. It's... You know, you don't know if you're going to get the dud in the game of mystery date. In this case, the dud could be somebody absolutely crazy. Right. So, <laughs> you brought up something about next year's draft. Uh-huh. Do you think the Broncos might luck out? The Falcons, they still have Matt Ryan. Uh-huh. You know, they don't need to draft the quarterback. The Giants don't need to draft the quarterback with Daniel Jones. They'd like to upgrade. Lions don't have to draft the quarterback because they had Jared Goff. All these teams that might need a quarterback, we know Carolina does, right? And they will likely take a quarterback. But with that, those teams would be primed to be drafting a quarterback if it was a really good year. Mm-hmm. Well, those teams have reason not to draft because of next year. Mm-hmm. That also means a guy that they like could slide to them without them drafting up or out them trading up. Yeah. You just better hope you like the guy that Carolina doesn't like. Yes, and that and that's what we don't know at this point. If you like, if you really like a quarterback, is it a guy that slides? Do you still have any connections inside the Panthers organization? Uh, not really. No. Well, it's about to say maybe uh, George Payton should employ you. Right, get some intel. The, the, see what's going on right now when it comes to the quarterback position. The the Panthers are that. Uh, that dog in the Pixar movie Up, that every time there's a squirrel, turns squirrel, like whenever every every squirrel, every quarterback. I believe there's there's yeah. a disease that has a name for that. What's that? I'm not going to get into it. What I'm a disease? Yeah, where you say, look, a squirrel. I don't know if it's a disease, but what ADHD? Is that what you're talking about? Can be sure. Yeah. I wouldn't call. Do we call something like ADHD a disease? No, it's something else. I'm not, I'm not going to say it. I'm not saying it on air. I'm not saying it on air. I'll tell you in the break. I'm not going to uh, say it on air. I mean, it, but they're they're looking at everything. I mean, there was a report that the Panthers called the Vikings about Kirk Cousins this week. Listen, for all we know, Deshaun Watson could be available. Who loves Deshaun Watson more than anybody? David Tepper. Yeah. And they have they they can they can give up some stuff. Yes. In order to get him. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. One more thing. Knowing what Peyton did last year. Yeah. Okay. How confident do you feel he will make the right choice if he has to do this? Pretty confident. I do too. The The thing is, though, I hope that they don't fall in love so much with one specific player, any position in this draft, to where if the Saints or Steelers call, and offer a first rounder next year to move up, that they say, no, we're we're gonna get the, we're gonna take our guy. 
that's the what that is what I hope they don't do. This is this is the year where last year they turned down the Bears phone call and, uh, to, and took Pat Sertan because they were locked in on Pat Sertan. And Sertan is a very good player, no doubt. But looking at the quarterback landscape, if they haven't solved it with a veteran this year, they need to be going into the draft thinking about how do we get some players, but also if the chance comes to accumulate more draft assets, particularly a first-round pick next year, that they say yes. I don't, listen, I, I need to make sure that I say this the right way. George Payton, I'm sure, is very different in his personal life than he is his business life, okay? George Payton has proven to be a guy who does a lot of research, turns over every stone, mm-hmm. and makes very thoughtful decisions. Mm-hmm. With that, and I say this jokingly because I'm combining personal life and business life, so understand the vein that I'm saying it in. Yeah, I have no idea how long George Payton courted his wife, but let's say he courted her for a year and a half. He may have given her no indication whatsoever that he wanted to marry her. And when he finally handed her the ring, she was probably in such shock, like, I didn't even know you loved me. Well, of course I did, honey. As I, I, I said this before, and I said this early on, I would, I would have no problems playing poker with John Elway. I would never want to play against George Payton. Yeah. Would you? I wouldn't play poker against anybody because I have a terrible poker face. I understand. Yes. But who would you rather play against? I'd rather play against the guy, John Elway, who can be a bit more impetuous. Right. <laughs> And, and, and he, right. Mm-hmm. And George doesn't seem that way. Coming up after the break, Aaron Rodgers. Yes, of course, we will talk about him. How close is he going back to the Packers? Well, I'll tell you this. The Packers made a move today that might make you believe he is going back there. That's next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive, Goodman, Mason. Watch us, milehighsports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed, at Mace Denver, at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about my friend and a guy that I've worked with for a long time, Eric Cook at Farmers Insurance. I've worked with Eric for over five years. He does my auto. He does my home. So whether it's auto or home, commercial or life insurance, I'm telling you, he's the best. I like to work with people who are responsive, meaning they treat me like I am their only client. That's exactly what he does. He's quick to return phone calls and emails. He even does it on his days off. Uh, his group at Cook Insurance has over 70 years of experience. They're, they're going to get you the right policy. And, and that's the thing. And it's not about policies for them. It's about people. But they're going to ask you the right questions to make sure you get the right policy. And they're going to follow up with you every year as well to make sure that you have what you need. That's great customer service to get you what you want. Call today, 303-790-8089. That number again, 303 790 
Time now for The Buzz. The Buzz is presented by Eric Cook at Farmers Insurance. The Cook Insurance Group, focused on people, not policies. Call today at 303-790-8089. That's 303-790-8089. Okay, Mace, the uh, Packers made a move today. Why do we care about that in Denver? Well, because it ties with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, ESPN's Field Yates reported this morning the Packers have created nearly $11 million in cap space by restructuring the contact, uh, contract of nose tackle Kenny Clark. So with that, now they have more money to spend, whether uh, Aaron Rodgers, possibly Devontae Adams. Is this step one in getting Aaron what he wants? Yeah, it's step one. They have a lot of other steps to go because there's still $43 million over the over the cap. Right. So it's it's like we said earlier, the process of keeping Aaron Rodgers and getting Devontae Adams to be a part of that is going to involve multiple restructures. By the way, if Rodgers does want to come back, it includes Aaron Rodgers. He will have to have a restructure, not in terms of the amount of money that he's going to bring in, in terms of cash, but how that contract is structured based on the allocation from year to year. That's, I mean, that, that, and there's so, and there were so many moving parts to it that it wasn't going to happen in a day. I mean, I do think it is interesting here that we have seen this and you wonder what the next domino is in Green Bay contractually. They're going to need about eight to 10 guys to do this. Yes. And that's domino one, but you have a long way to go. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, former Packers executive Andrew Brandt, who is an analyst as well, who has been on the record saying he believes Aaron Rodgers is leaving Green Bay. Yes. And he was on the record last year saying he'd come back. Right. Prior to the the new the the last dance Instagram post uh, I mean, there he, in July. He he said last year he thought it Rogers would come back to Green Bay for one more year right. and then go play elsewhere. Here's the deal when you plant the flag Everybody knows where you plant the flag and people will remember you Mm -hmm. for it. I hope Andrew Brandt is right for selfish reasons. But he has come out and said, Aaron Rodgers is as good as gone. This is what he said today. I believe Rodgers knows what he wants to do and has known for a while. We don't know, but he does. When asked whether the Packers executives know what Rodgers wants to do, Brandt said on Twitter, I think they have a good idea. But waiting for confirmation, they are not clueless. I think there is absolute truth to that. I think there is too. And the question then becomes, if they know, if they potentially know what's happening, would they have done this restructure if they knew that Rogers was not coming back? Yeah, they would. You know why? Because what? Because they're over the cap anyway. Right. Yeah. They have to do this no matter what. So let's not read too much into it. The thing, the thing is, though, if right, if they move on from if they move on from Rogers, aren't they better off just ripping the bandaid off this year? Sure. To get back in cap, in cap compliance and not creating more issues for future years. I'll tell you what they should do. You know what they should do? Yeah. Tell I, me. I have a great idea. All right, GM Goodman, tell me. Okay. I'm going to tell you, and you know what? You're going to bring this up on your show tomorrow. Oh, That's man. how confident I am that you're going to bring this up on the DNVR.com. You know what the smart move is? What? You trade Aaron Rodgers for picks. Mm-hmm. 
but you want this year's, you want a boatload for next year. Yeah. Not this year, next year. Even though, but the most valuable chip the Broncos could give is the nine this year. Fine. No, you, you take that too. Yeah. But the seconds and the thirds, you, you want, you want, you want to overload on next year. Okay. Mm-hmm. You play with Jordan Love. Devontae Adams doesn't come back. You trim a lot of space. You win two games because that's what you're winning with Jordan Love anyway. And what are you doing in the draft? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, I know when you like an idea that I have. You know why? Because I smile. Because you smile just like well, that. The thing is, I've been saying this even for the Broncos. If they don't get Aaron Rodgers, the best thing they actually could do this year is be really bad. The Broncos? Yes. They're not going to do that with I know Nathaniel not, Hackett. I know they're not going to. And I know that with the talent on hand, it's not likely to happen. It's but not that doesn't to. mean it's not the best thing that could happen this year. Here. if the That's pa- what I mean. It, 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 the, best, it, it, the best thing any team could do right. long term is have one of the two worst records in football this year. If they don't have a quarterback right now. Okay. And well, then they get their guy next year. Okay, let's put something into perspective here, okay? Let's look at the NFL draft order, okay? Jacksonville is on top, yeah. right? What was their record last year? 3-14. and 14. Yeah. Then you have Detroit, 3-13-1, Houston at 4-13, and 13. okay? Mm-hmm. Jacksonville's not going to win only three games next year. Agreed. Okay, Detroit, I would think, would be a tick better. Houston, they have a quarterback who they actually like. Like enough, by the way, where I don't think they're going to draft a quarterback. We'll see. I think Salah, the head coach there, will find a way to win at least four or five games. Mm-hmm. The Giants have Brian Dayball. Carolina could be really bad, right? Yeah. The Bears aren't going to be that bad. Atlanta won seven games this year. They're not going to be that bad. And they're in a bad division, and Matt right. Ryan's the best quarterback as of this moment, in that division, so Atlanta will probably stumble its way into seven and nine wins. Seven to nine wins. So if the Broncos bring in a market, they're not going to start Drew Locke. So if they, if, let's say they don't go quarterback this year, they bring in Marcus Mariota or like a Trubisky. Fine, they bring in Trubisky, or they bring in Marcus Mariota, or they bring in both, or they bring in one and they keep Drew Locke. <laughs> so. You don't want one mediocre quarterback. You want to have two. Here, here's if you my, bring in Trubisky and Mariota. Here's my point. Barring major injuries with a young, motivated coaching staff, even with Mariota, Trubisky, or Locke, do you think the Broncos are honestly going to lose three or win three or four games next I year? I never said they would. I, my my point was not that they were going to be bad. And right. I said they're but there's enough talent on hand where even with Drew Locke, they probably win six or seven games. So right. But my point remains that the best thing that could happen long-term for the Broncos Mm -hmm. is to be really bad. this year. I understand. But, but that's asking all of the players to be really bad. And you can't, that's the thing. You can't intentionally do it. Miami tried in 2019. So with, and they end up and they end up falling short and Cincinnati got to pick. So with that, if you're Brian Gutenkist, yeah. You don't bring back Aaron Rodgers and you're stuck with Jordan Love uh-huh. and you don't bring back Javante Adams mm-hmm. and now you have a bunch of second class wide receivers. I understand David Bakhtiari's coming back, but remember you got to get under that cap. Why in the world would you 
uh, stay over the cap. You got to find a way to restructure. Some guys might say, I don't want to restructure. Okay, that's fine. We're going to release you. Jordan Love with the quarterback, no Javante, no uh, no, Devontae Adams. no Devontae Adams, and a couple of guys who are cap casualties. Does that sound like a three-win team to you? Because that sounds like a three-win team to me. Yeah, I mean, their defense is still potentially very good. That That's fine. But there was, there was a team, a, a team that comes to mind is a uh, long time ago, the Seattle Seahawks had a very good defense. 1992. Mm-hmm. Literally had the defensive player of the year on their defensive line, Cortez Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Remember him? Hall of Famer. Yeah. Their offense was so bad right. that they went 2-14. and 14. Okay. So, with so that, could that could a season like that be incoming for the Packers if they lose Rodgers, if they lose Adams, and Jordan Love is their quarterback? Absolutely it could be incoming. Right. And when the other teams that we rattled off who we expect to improve, mm-hmm. it's very plausible. They have three or four wins, and they are loaded with draft picks in order to move up. Mm -hmm. That is the best course of action. Sound good to you if you're a Packers fan? And you get one of the top two guys, and all you have to do is say, hey, we had to cut uh, Zadarius Smith because he was just too expensive and wouldn't do a restructure. And And oh, by the way... That's $15.2 million of cap savings right there. Right. Uh And oh, by the way, is Darius Smith really going to, with as talented as he is, Uh is he really going to restructure on a really bad team? Hell no, he's not. Yeah. Right. So so you're not... it, it, It may look like you're tanking, but you're really not. See, if they were under the cap yeah. and they started cutting guys, then it looks like you're tanking. But when you're that far over the cap and you have to cut salary yeah. and then you get draft picks for Aaron Rodgers and you lose Devontae Adams and you have to you have to move salaries, you are so stinking bad, you're almost assured of one of the top two picks in the draft. There are there are three contracts to watch here right now. Um Jair Alexander. Yep, really good player. 13.29 million. Mm-hmm. If they cut him before June 1, there's no cap savings. Preston Smith, edge rusher. They could save 12.47 million by cutting him. Yep. And then Zadarius Smith, aforementioned, 15.3 million. If you see Smith, Smith, Zadarius, and Preston. The Smiths. The Smiths both restructuring and, you know, saying, asking how soon is now. Girlfriend in a coma, I know, I know, it's serious. Who's that? Girlfriend in a coma? Yeah. Is that the Smiths, right? That's the Smiths. Yeah. Go ahead. I yeah, anyway. But if the Smiths restructure and Alexander restructures, yeah. you know what that tells me? Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is coming back. Yeah, and I agree. And he's told him. Uh, no, I agree. Mm-hmm. But what's the smarter play? Is the smarter play to try and bring it back for one or two more years or... More than likely, you got to keep enough talent. Mm-hmm. You got to keep enough talent with a with a top quarterback on your roster coming out of the draft. You got to keep enough guys. You can't dump everybody because then that looks like a full on I mean, tank. You have to keep enough talent there. My point is, if you are the green, if you are Gudenkist, is it better to have potentially two more years with Rodgers? And then you will turn into the New Orleans Saints, mm-hmm. major cap hell, yeah. or knowing this draft has two franchise quarterbacks, you get picks for Rodgers, you get rid of uh, Adams, 
and then you shave some salaries here or there. You finally get under the cap. What would you do? Two years, and you've already I, had all these years with Rodgers and Favre anyway. I would buckle up for this year. I'd, I'd let Rodgers go. Yep. And but here's the funny thing: you can argue that when the member the Colts, Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, mm-hmm. they had a bad year at, the, at what it seemed like the right time. Yep. That. Was that a prudent move by the Colts? Well, Manning was injured. Yeah, Manning was that, injured. Well, well, that's important to, yeah. to note. He's he's younger than Aaron Rodgers is, but he's injured. That should have worked, but then Andrew Luck had injuries of his own. So there's that variable as well. But it doesn't mean the Colts' decision wasn't logical. It was, and it would be logical for the Packers to do something similar. But it's, but it's different because Rodgers isn't, Rodgers isn't hurt. He's older, though. Oh, no, I understand that, like he, but he just came off an MVP season. Right. And then you're talking about Peyton Manning, who came up four neck surgeries. You're, you're, you're totally ba- different. Yeah, you're, now, that's that's they're apples not totally, and steaks. They're not, they're, they're not totally different. They, they are, they're apples and, they're, they're apples and, like, lemons, okay? They're not, that. they're both fruits. Okay, and also, Andrew Luck was considered a generational quarterback to boot. It made some, perfect sense what they did. Yeah, some consider Bryce Young to be in that. What would you do if you're the Packers? Would you let Rodgers walk and play for next year? I'd lo- or, I'd, or would you bring him back? I'd let Rodgers walk. Danny, what would you do? Let Rodgers... And remember something. It's not as if the Packers have had the last six years like the Broncos, where Packers fans are dying to make the playoffs. They've had it good since 1992 with Favre. I'm, I'm guessing Gudenkiss is probably thinking, you know what? Maybe a couple of years, and then we get our guy. And now we have a franchise quarterback for the next 10 to 15 years. What would you want? Yeah, I would want something in return, for sure. I don't just want to let him walk away. No, no, no. That's Oh, that, I thought that was the question. No, the question is, do you let him walk, get all that draft capital? You have Love as your quarterback. You let Adams walk. You restructure a bunch of contracts. You don't bring everybody back. And you stink so badly. You have two franchise quarterbacks coming into the draft next year, and then you take one of them because you're not winning more than two or three games with love at your quarterback and a gutted yeah, roster. Yeah, you take whatever you can get for Rodgers, yep. and then you just live with a down season because yeah. it'll probably just be two right. or three. Coming up after the break, Tom Brady, he is retired, but he will be working this year. Not in football, but what is he going to be doing? Wait to hear this. That's next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back, Afternoon Drive. Goodman, Mason, watch us at milehighsports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, Go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, we have some breaking news. Yeah, this is from uh, the New York Post. Troy Aikman is on the verge of leaving Fox for Monday night football. There have been rumors about him going to Thursday night on Amazon. But, uh, How do you think Brian Greasy feels about that? And Lewis Riddick? Probably not great. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But let me ask you, uh, Troy Aikman, is he that big of a draw? Are you saying, got to listen to Troy Aikman? He's good. I can't recall once saying that I was watching a broadcast and listening to Troy Aikman. Right. Exactly. Um, right. Does anyone say that for Tony Romo? 
Yeah, a because lot of people he can do. predict because of his predictive ability. Okay, Romo, yes. the best ever was Madden. Yes, number two is Romo. Wow, that's a bold statement. Who's better? Working today, nobody. Right. Yeah. So you'd have to go way back, right? And well, Merlin Olson. You wouldn't. Oh, you wouldn't even go that far back. I mean, Madden was the best to that point. Period. Right. I mean, you ever go back and on YouTube and watch old games from like the the late seventies, the broadcasting. It's very banal. It's right. all, the analysis is all on the surface. You don't learn anything. By the way, think about this for a second. Hey, Troy, have fun going head to head with Peyton and Eli. That's another interesting thing because uh-huh. I, I think uh, the 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 Peyton Eli ratings over the course of the year went up. Yep, and people are just finding yeah. it. Yes, if you can believe that, people are just finding it now. Mm-hmm. And once they r- really lock in, I mean, they didn't even do all of the games. Troy Aikman, I don't think they're scheduled to do all the games even next year either. Troy Aikman is a big name, but I don't think he's a big draw. People are going to tune in to Monday Night Football to watch their teams or because they love football. Yep. They're not tuning in to listen to Troy Aikman. Now you can make the case when you had the uh, broadcast team of Howard Cosell and Don Meredith and Frank Gifford, Mm -hmm. that was an interesting group. Now, Danny, that's a group you don't remember, and I don't know how well you remember that either, but that was like a three-ring circus Mm -hmm. in there. People watched. Just for them. Yes. For the barbs between Howard Cosell and Don Meredith. Right. You you, you picked the side, basically. It was you know kind of like the America of today. today. You had one voice who was kind of of urbane and... uh, a little bit high strong and then one who was kind of down home and country. Well, right. Well, yeah. here, well, I'll, I'll put it in another vein. You had Howard Cosell who fancied himself, not only as the smartest guy in the booth, but the smartest guy in the stadium. And then he poked fun at Don Meredith for being dumb. Yeah. And everybody wanted to listen to that. Now, granted football wasn't back then, like it is today in terms of the interest, but Trey Aikman, I'm sorry, I'll use a TV term. It doesn't move the needle one bit. And the th- interesting thing is that when Monday Night Football, both ABC and ESPN, when they've tried to, since Howard Cosell, to bring in broadcasters who were a little bit outside the norm. Remember they tried Dennis Miller for a couple of years. Terrible. That was failure. Yeah. Um, I didn't mind Dennis Miller, but I can see why a lot of people didn't click. I, I, I sh- And then I sh- they try, and then when ESPN got him, remember they had Tony Kornheiser for a couple of years. I shouldn't say this out loud because he's in the market. I understand why KOA brought on Rick Lewis. Smart guy, funny guy, all that. But that funny guy doesn't do the games. Rick Lewis is now an analyst. Do you think they hired him to be an analyst or to add a lot of color? They hired him to add a lot of color. Yes. Rick Lewis needs to go back to what makes him terrific, and he is terrific. Really good sense of humor. He and Logan have a terrific relationship that, you know, they've done a show together for years, or at least they used to. I don't know if they do a show now. I don't listen to KOA that often. But Rick Lewis has a real skill set. The problem is he has morphed into an analyst. And another thing there, kind of on that broadcast, it's interesting that KOA over the years twice has tried to have to, to have like a team from somewhere else on their schedule, on their broadcast schedule even though it's not traditional, because Scott Hastings, who you know doesn't yep. have a football background, 
was the color analyst for the Broncos broadcast. But he's got a good sense of humor. Right. He, he brings it out. Yeah. I mean, he's a good, he's a very good basketball analyst. Excellent. But I remember coming, I remember coming to Denver and real and thinking, right. and someone said, Scott Hastings is the right. uh, color man for right. football. And this was an O2. I'm like, what? He played right. basketball. Yeah. And it just seemed, it, it, it's always been, and most, pretty much every other broadcast team right. around the league has a former player in the right. analyst. And, and I have a personal bias. I, I've known Scott for a long time. He and I are friends. I like yeah. him very much. And and he did a very good job. He was that. really, that was the interesting yeah. thing that I listened to the broadcast. I'm like, oh, he actually is really good on this. What do we have coming up on just in case you missed it? Well, in a weight cutting strategy, got a fighter suspended for six months and also a Nuggets rookie looking for some restaurant recommendations. I know we've got at least one that you guys will give out on the other side right here yeah. on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason on Mile High Sports. You fell asleep in my car. I drove the whole time, but that's okay. I'll just avoid <laughs> Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman, Mason. Watch us at mileisports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. It is dinner time. What are you doing? My suggestion, Smoke and Dave's Barbecue and Brew. They have locations all over this part of the state, especially when you drive up to Estes Park. But in the Denver metro area, you can find them in North Denver. Also, you can find them in Centennial off of Arapahoe Road. That's where I go. With that, I want to bring in Dave. How are you, my friend? Good. How you doing, Eric? Good. So I talked about this earlier in the show. I have a buddy who had never been to your place, and he loves barbecue. So I ordered dinner from your Centennial location earlier today for him to pick up. I said, I'm getting you dinner from the best place in town. So what I ordered him was a full slab of ribs, the corned beef Reuben, which you know I absolutely love, and then I got sides of red beans and rice, mac and cheese and i believe the baked beans and then of course the uh sandwich the the reuben comes with coleslaw and then upon your recommendation which i now love i got him an order of bread pudding for him and his wife how did i do i think you did pretty darn good that sounds like a great menu it is now if i had to get him something else if i if i had to go one more just to push him over the edge to make him a customer for, customer for life, which I think he will be after having dinner tonight. I think he just he's getting ready to pick it up in about an hour. Give me one or two more things he has to have. Um, I, oh, geez. You got you to gotta have our sausage, our, our jalapeno cheddar sausage. We have them made. Uh, we make them in-house uh, with fresh ingredients. Can't go wrong with that. And you got you to gotta have some of our brisket. Yeah. Slow smoked. You know, rubbed with salt and pepper, it's it's a it's a no brainer. I don't know of any barbecue place that has great bread pudding and great chicken marsala. Now you would think, <laughs> how in the world is that on the menu at a barbecue place? Why is it on the menu, Dave? It's on the menu because it's all part of my life. You know, it's all part of stuff I've created over the years and just stuff I can't let go of. 
You know, we have to we have to share it with the world. All right. How do people get a hold of you, Dave? Uh, check us out online, smokingdavesbarbecue.com. List all of our location and hours. All right. Did you just open a new location? No, no, we're, we're, we're looking at some other places, but no, we haven't opened up anything new yet. Where are you looking? Uh, we're looking up in the Windsor area, actually. Not, well, they're going to be very happy up there. They're well, gonna, thank you. They're going to be very, very happy up there. Dave, thanks so much for your time. Have a great night, my friend. You too, buddy. Take care. All right, see you. Time now for the final word. The final word. Presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Just in case you missed it. Just in case you missed it, Bellator fighter Adam Piccolotti received a six-month suspension after he posted videos of himself vomiting during his weight cut. Uh, Piccolotti said on social media he threw up 20-plus times ahead of Bellator 274 on Saturday. He did, however, make weight and win his fight by unanimous decision. The regulatory bodies, though, said that was unsafe, and it probably was. Not great for the kidneys and a little bit excessive, but in a sport where such drastic weight cuts are required, should the methods of cutting the weight be left up to the fighters and their trainers and probably kept off social media? Well, it's the old saying you want to protect the athlete from himself. But at the end of the day, when all that money is involved, a, a player is going to do what a player has to do. What is Bellator? I believe it's a... It's a, one of the MMA promotions. I, like right. a step below UFC. Okay, I, I'm like, I, I hate to say it, never heard of it until now. I believe it's a new movie coming out starring Mel Gibson. Sounds like a hotel chain. <laughs> right. I'm going to go to the Bellator. Yeah, exactly. It does kind of sound like a hotel. Uh, just in case you missed it, you guys, obviously, we all love Smoking Dave's. Lucky enough to just yeah. have Dave on. Yeah. So that's somewhere that Bones Highland should definitely check out. He asked twi- his Twitter followers to give him some good places in Denver. Is there anywhere else that you would like to shout out? Uh, one of the places I love in Denver for empanadas is Maria Empanada. Ooh, I'm a, a, I'm a simple guy. Uh, so give me an empanada and or a half dozen and I'll be happy. Off Broadway, right? Yep. Been there. Very, very good. Maybe he should go down to Los Dos Portillos and have the Nathaniel Hackett special. Right. A couple of tamales. Right. <laughs> Everybody loves good pizza, and they're all different types of styles. There is Chicago style. You can get that at Patchy's. You can get New York style. You can get that at Sexy Pizza. But if you really want to go off the beaten path and you want to enjoy pizza instead of eating it, I would highly recommend a place called Marco's Coal Fired Pizzeria. Uh, I believe they have two locations. Uh, one is off of Dry Creek. Mm-hmm. And I'm just giving them a great plug here because they're really that good. Yeah. One is off of Dry Creek. The other one is downtown. It is Neapolitan pizza. Okay. And it is uh, as authentic to Italy as you will ever get for a pizza. Ooh. When people eat pizza, you just eat pizza, and I get it. But this is pizza that you just enjoy every bite because of the way it is made. They import a lot of those ingredients from Italy. Fantastic. That's that's pretty good. Anything else? Are we done? I have one that, but I feel like it might take a little bit longer, but we'll do it anyway. Um, you guys mentioned a couple of these guys <laughs> earlier on. Cynthia Freeland wrote about NFC players to keep an eye on in restructure or release part of the offseason here. You brought up some of these names already. Zadarius Smith was one, and Washington Commanders safety Landon Collins. I'm going to add a couple more in there, and then I want you guys to tell me who is most likely 
playing in a different uniform next year. Ezekiel Elliott, Michael Thomas, Smith and Collins, or uh, Tyler Higby of the Rams? Michael Thomas. Thomas. Because of the, the, the cap restraints that they have. And they don't that, have a. They really don't have a quarterback. They don't have a quarterback either. I mean, what is interesting also is like the, the Saints are another team that if they played this smart, they would just write off this season. Right. Get in cap compliance. Have a bad year. Be in position to get one of those quarterbacks next year. Right. All right. That's going to do it for us. Nolan, Danny, great job today. Same with you. May tomorrow is already Thursday. Can you believe it? Can no, you believe it? I can't. Make it the best possible night you can. I guess they-